The Z-Ball podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week 16 of the Scorching Six Picks. Uh, two weeks left in the regular season. Uh, recording this on a Friday night. This week on the line from Miami, Florida, Green Bay Packers fan, Sammy. What up, Sammy? How you doing? Hello, Z. Nice to be here. How are you? Doing well. Uh, we got six exciting games on this week's slate. Uh, all six games have some sort of playoff implication, either seeding or wildcard implication involved. So uh, let's get straight into the Week 16 slate. Game number one, we have a Saturday night game in prime time in Carson, California. They got the Red Hot LA Chargers hosting the Baltimore Ravens. The Chargers are a four-point favorite in this one. What do you think? Well, I would like to take Baltimore um, plus four. Um, only because I feel the Chargers have won some very close games. Um, Baltimore, I think, is a better all-around team. They've got a very, very good defense. In the last three games, they've rushed over 40 times um, each game. So they're controlling the clock. I really like uh, I really, really like their quarterback. I think he's very agile. He's uh, definitely a smarter quarterback than RG3. Uh, their running game is, is fairly decent. Um and I, and I do think defense is going to win them this game, and I think they're, they're a better defense than Chargers. Let me rephrase that. I, I don't think Baltimore is going to win this game. I think, I think Chargers will win, but I think Baltimore will cover the points. I see Chargers winning it by, by a field goal. Okay, in regards to Lamar Jackson, you were mentioning how you like him, how you like his uh, brains and stuff. I know I, we can, he can probably succeed for a short six, seven-game stretch. Is this something that is sustainable long-term for him going into next season? We've seen other quarterbacks kind of fail at this, RG3, Colin Kaepernick. What do you think? How do you think defenses adapt to him next season and moving forward? Well, I think I think definitely he has to, you know, he kind of has to stay in the pocket a little bit more um, and sort of running. If, if you notice his initial uh, plays, uh, he was running the ball. As a matter of fact, I think the first game he started, he ran the ball about 29 times or 30 times. Um, that's a no-no for a, for a quarterback uh, because then, you know, once once the defenses get used to your playing style, the scheme, you know, the quarterbacks are more injury-prone. Um, I think Mark Jackson will have to um, tailor his game a little bit more on the throwing side as well. I mean, we already know that he's an agile, running, swift, smart quarterback. Uh, but if he implements a game where he can throw the ball, stay in the pocket a bit more, um, where... Um, Ravens O-line takes part, which I think Raven has a very good O-line. I think they will have a better chance of putting more points. And, and hopefully during the offseason, I think they can they can hopefully work on this side of the game. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you're going Ravens plus four in this one. I'm going to have to agree with you here. I, I definitely like the Chargers winning. I'm going to agree with you there as well. I think the Chargers red hot. I think they're still fighting, I guess, f- 
with KC for that AFC West title. I think they're going to come out, play really well. But I think this is going to be kind of a defensive battle type game. Both teams have really good defensive uh, defenses, good front fours, so they're going to get after the quarterback a lot. And both teams are going to try to run the ball a lot as well with, with the Chargers having uh, Melvin Gordon coming back and then Ravens, like you mentioned, with Lamar Jackson and then Gus Edwards, Javorius Allen, those types of guys. So it's going to be a control-the-clock, time-possession type game. And I, I'm going to go Chargers in this one, 2017, but I'm going to take Ravens plus four and agree with you. Uh, one, one more thing to, to note is that this game is played in L.A. Chargers don't really have uh, a home advantage right now. I think, I think they're, uh, you know, Baltimore fans, they travel really well. I think there are going to be a lot of fans. Uh, since this has playoff implications with uh, um uh, with two weeks left, I think Baltimore fans will will definitely be there at the Coliseum, and I think I think that will get to the advantage for for them as well. I don't think Chargers uh, they're still trying to find their feet in the LA market. I think this the defense well, the home field advantage is going to be I would say even if not Baltimore's uh, Baltimore side. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it seems like it's a regular occurrence for both LA teams actually that. They're they're outnumbered even at home games, so that's an interesting uh, nugget to fill in there, and we'll definitely see more, probably more uh, purple uh, jerseys in the crowd on Saturday night than yellow and uh, white. But (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, we're we're going both uh, Baltimore plus four in that one, and we'll with that we'll move on to game number two. So early game on Sunday. You got the Cowboys hosting Tampa Bay and giving seven points at home. What do you think? You know, it's a tough one. I personally don't like the Cowboys. I I think their defense is amazing, um, but I'm not sold on Dak Prescott at all. Um, I think I think their I think their offense is very one dimensional, and if you can bottle down Zeke, they will struggle. I don't think Dak Prescott is accurate. We've seen how many how many times he, he fumbles the ball, so the security is an issue. Uh, a huge advantage for, for Dallas would be home field. Uh, you know, Cowboys fans are crazy. They're very loyal. Um, but I will take Tampa Bay plus seven. Um, I think Dallas has uh, lost quite a few games, and the games they've won, they've won by under seven points. Um, I, I, you know, if you, if you look at there there's been a couple of blowouts. Uh, especially during Thanksgiving game, but um, Tampa Bay on the other side, you know, Winston is finding his feet. Uh, you know, they were kind of at par with New Orleans last week. Um, eventually, New Orleans took precedent and they beated them. But I, I do like Tampa Bay here, and so I will. I will take the points. I think Tampa Bay will probably uh, uh, will probably lose, but they'll lose by I would say maybe six or four. Okay, you're going Tampa Bay plus seven in this one. Uh, yeah, Cowboys obviously uh, coming off their first loss uh, in about five five games, I think something they got destroyed in Indianapolis against the Colts, and then the Bucks uh, kind of held in there, I guess uh, versus Baltimore. Made it. It was pretty much a close game all throughout for the most part. They ended up losing by eight, but then yeah, the Cowboys uh, have really uh, what ter- for them kind of was a disadvantage to be play at home before has kind of now become an advantage it seems like recently in the last five games or so and the addition of Mari Cooper has really helped their offense and 
giving them a more dynamic kind of passing game and uh, route options and stuff for the receivers like Cole Beasley as well. And then, but I think still the key to their success is controlling the clock and running the ball with Zeke and then having that good defense, young defense on the other side kind of uh, limit the other team's offense. I mean, that rookie linebacker, Leighton Vanderesh, looks like something special. And then they also have some other young guys like Randy Gregory, Demarcus Lawrence on their front four that really get after quarterbacks. So Hera, it's really tough, but just Tampa Bay is just really roller coaster from one week to another. So I think this week they're going to get blown out. I'm going to take the Cowboys minus seven in this one and disagree with you. I'm going to go 28-14 Cowboys in this one. And I think the Cowboys will clinch the NFC East. What was that? Sorry. I could totally see that happening. Um, but but Dallas defense is interesting. They 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 got shut out last week against Indiana defense. Who got shut out um, a few weeks ago against the Jazz? You know they lost six zero. It was almost like an NHL game going on. So I think I think because the defense has really stepped up for Dallas, um, and and with you know two weeks left for the playoffs. Um, I think the defense is dwindling a little bit, especially they, they took a hit being shut down last week. Zeke didn't uh, play that well, uh, neither did Amari. As a matter of fact, Amari missed that touchdown pass. I think, I think there is something for Dallas to prove. No, but I, you, I think it's going to be a hit and miss. If Tampa Bay comes out the way they did against uh, New Orleans in game one of the, of the season, although there was a different quarterback, I do think James Winston is a better quarterback uh, than Fitzpatrick. Um, I do feel that if they can bring that kind of attitude into the game and if they can lead Dallas, let's say, uh, by uh, 10 points into the half, I think Dallas is going to have a hard time coming back because I, I think Dallas, uh, Dallas's main game is their defense. Um, I just don't see them uh, coming back from behind. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, once Dak falls behind, I mean, once they fall behind, the onus kind of falls on Dak Prescott to make throws and – for the most part, during his young three-year career, he's shown that he's not really been able to play well when the Cowboys are trailing as opposed to when they're running the ball and in front and with the lead. So that's a good point, and we'll see what happens there. As I know, not before Van Der Esch for Pro Bowl. I think he deserves a spot there, but uh, that's okay. Who deserves a, a spot in the Pro Bowl? Nope. He didn't get it. Oh, Van Der Esch? Oh, okay. No, no, he didn't make the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I mean, it looks like there were a couple of Pro Bowl snubs, I guess. Uh, your buddy Aaron Rodgers probably shouldn't have been in there, but he was in there. But No, I think Russell Wilson should have been there instead, and I think it's how Tom Brady should have been Andrew Luck. But yeah. I also think that linebacker from Indiana, um, he was he was amazing. He didn't make it. Um, but obviously we, we, we don't have any scene in the whole Pro Bowl break. So. Yeah. I guess it just kind of favors, I guess, the veteran-type guys, the established-type guys' reputation. So young guys, it seems like, kind of got snubbed. Okay, we disagree on that one. And with that, we'll move on to game number three. And with that, in this one, we have the biggest line of the week. And probably, maybe the Rams might be a bigger line. But uh, this one, we have New England at home giving 13.5 versus Buffalo. What do you think? You know what? I'm going to go Buffalo. Um, I think New England is really shut down after Josh Gordon's um, 
scenario. I don't really think they have an offense game. I think Tom Brady is obviously the GOAT, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game, but he has no one to throw to. They only have slot receiver, their running game, and you know, you can think him back to White. Um, I think their defense is struggling. Gronk is just a shell of himself. Uh, Buffalo have won some very close games. I'm really surprised, you know, everybody um, uh, kind of shit on them at the beginning of the year. But I think they've held their own. I, I do really like Josh Allen. I think he's the white uh, uh, Lamar Jackson. I'm very impressed with his running game. Uh, I think this is going to be a close one. I do see New England winning by maybe 10 points. Uh, I just don't see them winning uh, by 2 yeah, I mean, this has kind of just been a really interesting season for the Patriots. I mean, the way they've been playing, you kind of look at it as a season they'd, they'd probably be at this point like 8-7 and seven or something. But they're, here they are again, 9-5, and five, obviously probably going to win the AFC East. Kind of in the thick of things. I mean, it looks like they might not get a bye this year. So that's kind of proven to be very difficult for them when they don't get a bye. They usually don't uh, go deep into the playoffs when that happens. But yeah, Tom Brady has really had a subpar season compared to his standards uh, from 2007 to 2017. He's really had like superb years in all those seasons and really been an elite level quarterback, never fallen out of the top five. I mean, this year he has not had one of those seasons and the age is definitely showing and that cliff might be coming soon. And then, like you said, I mean... Those uh, receiving weapons, a slot guy like Edelman, uh, their tight end like Gronk. I mean, they're just not what they once were before. And then losing Josh Gordon, who actually kind of emerged as the uh, lone deep threat for them when he did play for them, has now gone to suspension. So that's kind of a big loss. And then their defense uh, just has not been good, I guess. It's not kind of been average. So that's really going to hurt them. And then Buffalo on the other side. They are 5-9, and nine, but they have some guys who can kind of make some noise. Josh Allen, the young guy, defenses aren't really used to him yet, so he seems like he's running for close to 100 yards every game for the last five, six weeks. So he's probably going to do something like that again, and Buffalo is going to stay in this game. And I'm going to have to agree with you on this one and take Buffalo getting 13.5. I think the Patriots probably win 35-28, to 28, but it's a closer game than 13.5 for sure. Yeah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady has looked. I I wouldn't say old, but he has. It, it seems like his throws lack a little bit of zing uh, than it was you know prior. I think he's more aware of his mortality. He's uh, he's trying not to take any sacks. Um, you know, kudos to him for uh, completing thousand rushing yards after after nineteen years. Good for him. Uh, I don't I don't really see New England going anywhere. I think they're probably gonna probably gonna lose the first round of the playoffs. Uh, you know, there, there, there have been issues with Belichick. I don't think Belichick has done his relationship with Tom Brady any favors by, uh, by letting grow off some very good offensive weapons. Um, so, um, you know, I feel bad for, I feel, well, no, no, not really. I don't feel bad for the Patriots. I think they've, they've ruled the roost for a long time, and I think it's time for them to kind of uh, give the banter to, uh, to Kansas City. So, uh, I guess we agree on this one. I think Buffalo will probably... Uh, probably cover the points yeah for sure we agree for sure yeah and that another like the patriots kind of like the spurs in the nba ruled for like 20 years had a really good run but you can definitely see signs of it coming to an end and i think we're definitely going to see that and boston fans are in for quite a bit of a disappointment probably for years to come 
maybe not next year right away, but maybe two years after that down the line. But we'll see what happens there. Well, uh, the good thing is, you know, there there are some quarterbacks. Um, you know, maybe not not the, the class coming up, but the class after that. There are some good quarterbacks coming up. Uh, you know, you've got your Tua. Um, you've got that quarterback from Ohio State. Um, uh, you've got the this young one, the one that won the Heisman. I forgot his name. Uh, the one that plays baseball as well. Kyle I think Williams. I don't think they qualify for this year's class, but next year, you know, I think if New England can back, uh, maybe in the finally of Tom Brady, I think that's going to make a world of difference for them in the future. Okay, yeah, that's a great point. So we agree on that one, and we'll move on to game number four, another early afternoon game. Got the Eagles coming off a big win in L.A. versus the Rams at home. Taking on the Texans and giving two points. What do you think? You know what? It's a tough one. I I've been sleeping on on the on the Texans for a while. I, I think they're going to make a deep playoff run. I, I really really like them, and I think they're going to come to Philly and they're going to beat Philly on the road. Um, I think I think the name of the game for for this this particular matchup is stability. You know, um, you've got your quarterback who's very uh, very stable. You have your uh, your have your Hopkins, who's an elite wide receiver. You've got a very good running game, and you have amazing defense. Uh, Philly is on very shaky ground. Had a very average season, not something they predicted. But you know, you can you can say you know your quarterback wasn't too healthy. You had injuries on the on the offense side and defense side. Um, and Nick Foles, Nick Foles is good for two or three games. That's the reason why he's one of the one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. I just don't trust him. I don't think he's consistent. Um, so I'm. I, I think for me that I'm probably going to take Houston. I think Houston should win this by a, by at least a touchdown. Um, I see. I think. Uh, yeah, I'd probably take Houston plus one and a half. I just think they have way too many weapons, especially with playoff implications. They're going to come in with high energy. Uh, I think maybe in the first half they're going to have it. Yeah, you there? Know? Sorry, I can't remember what happened. You there, Sammy? Hello? Yes, I can, yeah, hear, I, you. I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay, so we were discussing Nick Foles, I believe. You're, nah, you weren't, you're not a fan of his consistency? No, I, I don't. I, I, think, I think he's a very good back quarterback. Uh, I just think there's a lot of instability in that organization right now. You know, your coach wins the Super Bowl, decides to put up a book called, uh, um, I don't know, I forgot the name of the book, but it was really pretentious. I, I just think the culture there is not a winning culture right now. I think they won one Super Bowl and the thought it's over. Uh, you know, a bunch of people came out and said, you know what, we would rather win once and be happy. I think it's kind of biting them in the butt a little bit. Um, I just do not see stability there. There have been a lot of injuries on their side. Uh, I think Houston, you know, with playoff implications on the line, uh, I think Houston is going to bring their A game, and they're probably going to blow out Philly. Okay, yeah, I mean, those, those are all good points. Yeah, for, as far as, like, Nick Foles goes, yeah, uh, there's kind of probably a reason why he's kind of bounced around so much in his career because he's not really a stable, consistent quarterback like you mentioned. And he, he did have a good four- or five-game run last year in the playoffs. Uh, he did win Super Bowl MVP. Much props to him for that, but... Uh, we've kind of seen other quarterbacks have similar type playoff runs. Uh, Joe Flacco is another one, and 
not have really consistency in the in the regular season or throughout their careers. Eli Manning is another one. So that does happen now and then. So as far as the game goes, Philly minus two in this one. I'm going to agree with you here as well. Uh, I, I like the Texans on the road, plus two. Their defense, I think, will travel well. And I think they're primed to make kind of a deep playoff run. They definitely want to – definitely the problem for them has always been they've always had that uh, – divisional type game on the road so in this season fortunately for them they're in the running for the number two seed and a bye week so that'll definitely help them out and they'll have the divisional game at home in front of their home fans and a hostile type environment so that should definitely help them out so i'm gonna go texans plus two in this one i think they win this one outright as well Uh, i think they win 27 24 in this one and move to 11 and 4 so that's another one we agree on, and we'll move on to game number five. It's a late afternoon game. Got the New Orleans Saints at home hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers and giving six and a half. What do you think? I think Pittsburgh Steelers will cover it. Um, and I mean, New Orleans is a very good offense, but if you've noticed, the last production the last few weeks on the offense side has, been, has depleted. Um, I call it arm fatigue. Uh, I think I think Drew Brees is uh, you know he's a little tired. He's he's played MVP level this year. Um, I think it's going to be a very close matchup. I think I, I I would give I would probably give three points to New Orleans, but but six I think is too much. Pittsburgh, you know, coming back from that ridiculous loss against uh, the Raiders, uh, probably has something to prove. There are playoff implications going on as well. Um, I think they're going to come back uh, with some fire in their belly. Um, hopefully Ben Roethlisberger, you know, there's a lot of criticism that he didn't, he didn't show up. There was an old extra machine at the, at the Raiders stadium. I think that team is taking a lot of flack for no rival reason. Um, I think if they, if they can keep their off the field drama in and, and focus on this game, I think they're going to give New Orleans a, a run for their money. I, I still think New Orleans is probably going to win, but I think it's going to be a close game. I'd give New Orleans minus three. Okay. Yeah, so New Orleans giving six and a half in this one. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you here as well. I mean, I think Pittsburgh definitely for sure is the more desperate team here. Uh, what once looked like for them, uh, for sure, AFC North divisional title is now kind of in limbo with Baltimore kind of creeping up and then them having kind of some bad losses in the last like three or four weeks against they lost to Oakland, and then even last week they did. They gave New England every opportunity, made a lot of stupid plays to New England every opportunity to win that game and stay in it. I mean that at that point, at the end of the game, it should, probably should have been thirty to ten instead of seventeen to ten. I think Ben Roth Ben threw a pick in the red zone. I think Boswell missed a field goal, so they just did a lot of stupid, play, a lot of stupid plays, a lot of stupid mistakes. And that game was definitely a lot closer than it should have been. And then New Orleans, like you mentioned, uh, kind of some fatigue, but they're in prime position to possibly have all four, uh, all three indoor games in the playoffs. Uh, two games at home, and then the Super Bowl in Atlanta. So that'll de- that definitely will help out Drew Brees in the playoffs, as he's not known to be throw very well outdoors and cold type environments and. He is, I mean, some people forget, but he is 39 or going on 40, so that arm's yeah. got to be have some fatigue, so. Yeah, I think it's going to be, 
high scoring game because it's indoors and there's a dome. Yeah. I, I think you know, obviously New Orleans defense is very, very good. Um, Pittsburgh defense, you know, they've left a lot to be desired this season. Uh, but I think Ben and, and uh, Drew will probably come in, and there's going to be a, it's going to be a shootout. Uh, but but I, I do see um, Pittsburgh covering the spread. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm going to agree with you. Take Pittsburgh plus six and a half, and I think they're going to win outright as well. I'm going to 34, 31 Pittsburgh in this one, and they will hang on to that divisional lead in the AFC North. So yeah, we agree on that one as well. So I think there's only one we've disagreed on so far, and yeah, and that one with that that'll take us to the last game of the week, the Sunday night game in prime time from Seattle. The home team Seahawks uh, hosting the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are minus two and a half point favorites in this one. What do you think? I think it's, it's going to be a very close game. I actually am a huge Seahawks fan after Packers. Seahawks my second favorite team. Um, I am really surprised with how well they played this year, especially with you know losing a bunch of players before the season, um, uh, using uh, losing Watson. Um, during the season, I, I just think they've come out, they've performed, they've taken ownership. Their home record is pretty good, and so is their away record. I'm surprised they're still in the playoff run. Um, I think they are behind. Who are they behind, Z? I think they're sixth place. Who's sixth place in the NFC? I, I think they're, they're sitting at fifth place in the wild card race, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. All right. But they had a uh, very, you know, very bad loss to my Niners last week. That was definitely uncharacteristic. Of I, I saw that game. I, I saw that game, and Mullins is kudos to him. I think he's going to get a, he's going to get a fairly decent contract next season. He's played really well, or maybe he'll just back up Garoppolo. But I was very impressed with Mullins. Just not this year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's see, Kansas City, Seattle. You know what, as much as I hate to say it, I'll probably take Kansas City. Uh, a field goal is nothing for that offense. It's, it's insane. Um, you know, the, the kind of, uh, this kid, Mahomes, he's, he's, he's unbelievable. I, mean, he, I think the fact that he has a little bit of baseball background, he can throw the balls in different angles, um, stretch the field, run the field, and he's got weapons, you know. He's got, he's got a great tight end. Couple of amazing wide receivers. Yeah, they got they took a hit at running back, but it seems like they're they're a very good system team, and any running back that comes in will will be successful. Seattle, on the other hand, uh, they've been they've been good, but I I just don't think they have the fuel to to beat Kansas City. I mean, if this spread was uh, seven, I would have taken Seattle, but I I I, I think Kansas City will probably win by by, by at least a field goal. Yeah, Seattle sitting right now is the the fifth seed at eight and six. Uh, Minnesota is the seven, uh, the sixth seed. Excuse me, at seven, six and one. And then, kind of in regards to Mahomes, Mahomes, he's gonna do something that probably only two other quarterbacks have done in the history of the NFL: get to five thousand yards and fifty t- passing touchdowns, and somewhere in the ballpark of twelve to thirteen wins. So, why is he not a lock for MVP? That's kind of my question to you. I think it's a degree of difficulty. I, I think um, I think just because they have so many weapons on offense, it kind of makes his life a little bit easier. I think that's probably one of the reasons Aaron Rodgers is, is in the Pro Bowl because, um, you know, he's injured. Packers had a very difficult, se- very difficult season. Um, their weapons on offense... You know, Devontae Adams was injured. But that's, Devontae Adams is the only one they have. They, 
uh, you know, uh, Graham. I think this is probably going to be his last year at Packers. He's been injured. Uh, Aaron Jones has been on and off. Um, I just think, I just think Mahomes has had weapons. Um, not to say that he is uh, not a prime candidate for MVP. I think he should make an MVP, but I think. I think there's a bit of an emotional decision as well. The Drew Brees, you know, coming in the wee hours of his career, uh, never winning an MVP. I think they want to give him one. Um, but, you know, if you, if you kind of look at numbers, um, I think Mahomes thrown quite a few interceptions than Drew Brees. I, I, think, I think QBR, uh, Drew Brees probably has a better QBR. I think, I think the Saints have had a tougher schedule um, than Kansas City. Uh, but I do think, I mean, at this point, with Drew Brees having two mediocre games last couple of weeks, uh, I do think this is going to pit the scale towards uh, Mahomes' way. I think he should win the MVP. Okay, yeah, I mean, just just my, me looking at it, like it's like Brady in 2007, 50 touch, passing touchdowns, 5,000 passing yards. They were 16-0. and 0. I think he, he definitely for sure was MVP. Then 2013, Peyton Manning, I think like 5,500 yards, 55 touchdowns. They won somewhere in the ballpark of 13, 14 games. So that's kind of the same thing we see here with Mahomes. But the only difference is Mahomes is early on in his career versus Brady and Manning kind of being veteran quarterbacks at the time they had those numbers. And I think that's pretty much a lock to win MVP. I don't even know why it's a discussion, in my opinion. So, well, I, I think I think Drew Brees has probably thrown lesser interceptions than Mahomes. I think that's the only. Yeah, Drew Brees is definitely more uh, efficient. Uh, his completion percentage, as we've always seen, has been probably the tops in the league for like five, yeah, six straight seasons. I think I think it was about eighty-five or ninety percent uh, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, with with Thomas's percentage being around ninety-nine-two. Um, so yeah, I mean Drew Brees has been he's been amazing sand the last couple of weeks. But I think Mahomes has been very consistent. He's been very consistent throwing the ball, getting the yard. Yes, he has thrown interceptions, but you know, let's not forget that he's a rookie. He's going to learn from his mistakes. Um, I think his second year is going to be more crucial than his first year because now the teams are used to how he plays and how he comes out in the second year, you know, with with teams already having a plan uh, to tackle him uh, would be interesting. So um I still think he should make MVP, but I think I think Drew probably will because this is probably going to be one of his last seasons. Okay, yeah, that's a fair point. So you're going Kansas City minus two and a half. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree with you on this one as well. Uh, Kansas City fighting uh, for that AFC West title. Obviously, they're in the driver's seat because they own the tiebreaker with the Chargers. So if they kind of just win, uh, win out, um, they should have that divisional title and the the one seed in the AFC. And then Mahomes is just, I mean, been awesome to watch. I mean, his arm is electric, and then he has really good weapons, obviously, like you mentioned. Tyreek Hill is just one of the funnest guys to watch. I mean, I think he's only like 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, like 160 pounds, and lightning quick. <laughs> and uh, it's funny that he's their deep threat being 5'6". So, <laughs> yeah, and then. Also, you know, Seahawks is a little depleted on the offense as well. I don't. I'm not sure if Baldwin is injured. I, I think he's been he's been injured um, throughout the season. Uh, I think Lockett has been their premier go-to guy. Uh, their running game. I, I've been very impressed with their running game. Um, you know, um, Davis Carson, this Penny guy. He's they're they're they are pretty good. But 
Um, if you if you start throwing the ball the way Mahomes does, I think the running game will eventually die down. Again, Russell Wilson probably have to throw the ball with, and with them having lesser weapons in Kansas, I don't think I don't see Seahawks winning at all. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, the running game, that's kind of what turned around the Seahawks season. They went more to that, controlled the clock, time of possession, and that's kind of what had gave them success. They were kind of struggling early on to kind of find an identity in the beginning of the season. Then they went to that, and that really helped them. And then they've lost a lot of guys on defense, but Bobby Wagner looks electric as their top linebacker now, probably their top defensive player. And then, But the Kansas City, like you said, just has too much weapons, and I think... They're kind of fighting for more, uh, that one seed here. So I'm going to agree with you here and swallow the two and a half points and take them to w- win this game. I'm going to go probably uh, probably say 28-24 Kansas City in this one. I think the only way Seahawks could potentially win is uh, if they can, if, you know, if, if uh, Mahomes starts throwing some picks. I know Seahawks is one of the loudest stadiums. Um, in America, so is Kansas, but Seahawks is more how loud it is. Uh, and him being a rookie quarterback and not having that much experience, maybe he will fall under pressure. I mean, he did go to New England and almost beat them. So, uh, But I think playing in Seattle is a different ball game. I, I still think with the kind of weapons they have, uh, they should win it. Their defense is not very good, so Seattle could score some points against them. So I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, but if if if, uh, if Kansas City you know gets ahead by two scores and a half, I don't I don't see Seattle coming back at all. Okay, yeah, that's a fair point. So we agree on that one as well. Five out of six we agreed on. So with that, that'll wrap it up for Week 16 Scorching Six. Sammy, thank you so much for coming on. Always a pleasure. Pleasure online, Dean. Everybody, thank you so much for listening and. Hope you guys enjoy all the Week 16 games, and I'll be back next week for Week 17 Scorching 6.